Hey guys, the following podcast is a Lady Gang Network and Podcast One production, which means it's going to be awesome. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. No one said being a parent would be easy, but now you don't have to go through it alone. Actress and mother of two, Jamie Lynn Sigler, has teamed up with musician and stay-at-home mother of two, Jenna Paris, to create a safe place where you can confess your worst mommy sins and still feel like you're killing the mommy gang. This is Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. Hello and welcome to another episode of Mama Said. Jenna, how are you, my Hi, Jamie. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm kind of I'm kind of in a funk. I don't know if I'm like fighting something like a illness or a mood or whatever it is. I don't know. It's just kind of been like a shitty week. Is it because of the shitty weather? Maybe. Do you get affected by that? I, I mean, I think there's times I invite it because LA is normally just always like sunny and 70, but yeah. I don't know. That could be it. But you know what? We're here. So let's turn this frown Around. upside down. Okay. I'm just going to get right into it and start with my mommy win and fail of the week. Okay. Can't wait to hear. Mommy win. Mommy fail. All right. I'm going to start with my fail because I'm clearly being negative. I just can't get my kids healthy. I feel like they have been sick for months. And if it's not teething, it's a cold or bronchitis or a stomach flu. And I I literally feel like I'm doing all I can to take care of them and get them well. But it, it just bounces back from one to the other. Of course. And I called my pediatrician last week and I was like, what do I do? Because I can't remember the last time that I have not wiped Jack's nose. Right. And I haven't been hearing Bo cough all night. And he was like, homeschool. Like, that's my only advice. It's just, it's the time of year. They're little germ dishes and this is it. Yeah, I feel like... At first, I thought in the beginning of cold and flu season that we like kind of escaped all of this. No one was getting sick in my family. My son was fine. My daughter was fine. And then all of a sudden, about a month ago, they were going back and forth and back yeah. and forth. And actually, I got pretty scared yesterday because Daisy or last night because Daisy coughed for two minutes straight. And I mm. thought she actually like threw up in the middle of the night, which is really sad. Oh, baby. I know. I know. And I realized this morning. Oops. But anyway. Well, <laughs> whatever. You found the evidence this morning. <laughs> it was a little smelly. <laughs> it oh, happens. Whatever. It's okay. I know. I'm the one that's like, uh, I can hear Jack coughing in the middle of the night. Of and course. And like, when I open, like, oh, I actually, it's I still all right. I'm not going in. I, I can't. Because then you think like, but then if you go in, it can ruin it and they wake up. It's just, you know, that whole oh my thing God. that you'll, yes. that'll happen. You're not supposed to go in. Right. That's the rule. Yeah. Okay. When? Oh, all right. Well, this is obviously hard for me this week. I'm so tired. Okay, something positive. Cutter and I are in a really nice stride right now. I think we're communicating really well. Wow. Um, He's been very helpful, just kind of picking things up, cleaning, helping me out without me asking. Maybe he's been listening to our podcast. He's possibly listening to the podcast. And he let me sleep in for two mornings. I mean, when I say sleep in, you know, I got to sleep till 7 um, instead of being waking up at 5.30 uh, because, so he can start getting ready for work. But I really, I really appreciate it. So I find it to be a win. That's really nice of him. Really? Go cutter. Yay, babe. Seriously. Okay, your turn. Okay. Um, a mommy win. It's kind of like not mommy-ish, but um, I was asked to sing uh, the national anthem at this big event, which is really cool. Really so, cool. Yes. So um, I'm doing that. And it's just, I don't know. It's I'm just, proud of you. It's going to be fun. Great. Yeah, It's something for you. That exactly. is a win. It's for me. So it's going to be fun. And that's that. So um, mommy fail. Something happened today that was so weird. I um, When I was weaning off of breastfeeding, I had to buy this stuff called Cabo cream. And it's cabbage. And um, I bought it and used it and I put it in my drawer. And it just like helps like alleviate, you know, like your breast milk and reduces it. Whatever. Right. So I went to go brush my teeth this morning and I looked at it and then I put it on my toothbrush and brushed my teeth with the Cabo cream. And um, it was disgusting, but I kept brushing my teeth because I was so tired. I was like, this doesn't taste like toothpaste, but like whatever, like maybe I'm just like really tired. So I kept brushing my teeth and brushing my teeth. And then all of a sudden I looked and it was Cabo cream. So I brushed my teeth. Uh, 
with, you know, cabbage breast lactation cream. But the weird thing is, like, I didn't stop myself. (laughs) I, like, literally finished, you know, the Sonicare toothbrush, how it has, like, all these cycles. Like, I finished all four cycles. Oh, you go through the cycles? Yeah. Wow. Do you not? No. I mean, not every day. I have, like, eight seconds to do what I need to do in the morning. I know. Not at night. I'm, like, really bad. And then I'm, like, okay, I'm good. Um, But... (laughs) But no, I like went through the cycle of the Cabo cream and, and and my. By the way, I saw your Insta story this morning, yeah. and I was like, they make toothpaste to stop breast it, milk. It, I ju- I literally I did know. not. Half of the people are not going to understand. People are going to think I'm like doing an ad for Cabo cream, and it's a toothpaste. I literally thought it was Whatever. a toothpaste to help with so stopping breastfeeding. Yeah, you need yeah. to put a disclaimer on there. I know. People like, are going to start buying that and brushing their teeth. You're an influencer now, Jenna. You need to be responsible all for this shit. My, all of my 2,000 followers are going to literally go buy <laughs> breastfeeding cream and they're going to be like, you guys, like the new thing is putting it in your mouth. It's I an love oral you so thing. much. So whatever. I'm just tired. I can't think anymore. <laughs> it's all good. Okay. Okay. Well, your your teeth look great. Thank you. <laughs> Maybe Pearly you're onto something. Yes. <laughs> Okay, well, now this brings us to our guest of the week. We are geeking out, okay? Totally. She's a multi-platinum recording artist who has penned such hits as Jar of Hearts, A Thousand Years, among many others, and now has recently released a new album called Songs for Carmela, a collection of songs and lullabies that she has been singing to her now one-year-old daughter, and Jenna and I have had on repeat, by the way. Please welcome Christina Perry. Thank Hi. you so much for Hi. being with us. Oh my God, I'm so excited to be here. We're such big fans of you and <sighs> congratulations on making it through your first year. Thank you. Oh my <laughs> gosh. I just had the most obnoxious first birthday party for her and I feel like the reason I did is maybe because like my husband and I survived. Yes, I like, yeah, right. Sure. Is the first Absolutely. birthday for the parents? Yes. It's 100%. That's why everyone's yes. like, happy birthday to you. Yeah, yeah. I was like, thank you. I mean, yeah. I really like, it was so crazy. Was yeah. it Disneyland themed? It was Minnie Mouse. I yeah. saw your time. It was pink. So I know. Cute. I know. I'm obsessed. So she so has cute. no choice. Honestly, it was it was By Mickey way, and Minnie. That's a great thing to force on her. Yeah, totally. No I'm surprised her game. name isn't Minnie. I know. I thought. Did you ever think of that? Wait, can we talk about her name for one second? Yeah. Just to get the elephant out of the room, <laughs> okay? Because I have to fangirl for one second. Okay. I may or may not have named my daughter after your fictional mom Aww. from The Sopranos. I'm oh so my Italian. My husband and I both. Are, it's our favorite show ever. Really? Yeah. And I rewatched it when I was pregnant, like the whole series. I think we did like three times each. Wow. And yeah, yeah, we're like super, super. That's fans. awesome. And so, I mean, I love the name Carmela. Actually, when I named her, someone found on Twitter like 2007 me tweeting that that was like my favorite name. And I don't even know how they found that. And I don't even remember tweeting that. But it was like what solidified it, I think, when I was super pregnant. And like, it was our only girl name. Like we had, because I didn't find out the gender. You didn't? No, which was crazy. crazy. Oh my gosh. And then like at one point I got really stubborn about it because like I was really afraid we were going to find out. Like we had gone seven months or something. And so then I was so paranoid that we were going to find out. Of course, you made it that long. You want to go all the way. Well, one time my OB left me in the room with the file and like my husband wasn't there that day. And I'm just like sitting there like staring at it. And I was like, oh my God, never leave me again. You're lucky that like a doctor didn't slip up my friend yeah. didn't find out but the doctor was like oh she's very healthy oh and i was were, so afraid was of like, that it was like month eight or something oh, yeah. or like oh no my God. i mean once you go that long i really did like preface every conversation i had with anyone in the yeah, office smart. like hey remember i don't know yes and then what's funny is like my doctor said she totally forgot like she looked and then had forgotten but yeah anyway so the moment she was born they like you know hold her up and, and my doctor's like it's a girl and paul and i are like carmella oh, oh my god that's and it was so like cute. so it's it is really my favorite name name thank you i also feel like it's so old school like so my husband's great great grandmother her name was carmella and i just love that like she'll be in school and like maybe not have another carmella like her generation i feel like it's kind of an old it's a unique name now for sure so other than your show and like you know old ladies yeah now i've got my own (laughs) old lady names are like where it's at I think Seriously. so. There is like a, yeah. a thing now. It's almost trendy. Yeah. But I didn't think about it. Like that was just my number one girl's name. I never agreed on a boy's name with my husband too. Thank so God. I'm really glad that she wasn't a he. Boys' names are hard. Do you think my grandma's yeah. name is ever going to come back? I feel like it is. Harriet. I feel like it's back. See, that's Do you cool. think? Yeah. Harriet's so cute. I really Ethel, like- Ethel ain't making it. 
Ethel. Although if I have a girl, uh, she's, she's going to be named after my other grandmother, Amelia, for oh, sure. That's oh, that's really pretty. And we want to call her Millie. Gave it away. Sorry. But I'm <laughs> never getting pregnant again, so don't worry. <laughs> well, well Carmela's middle name is actually Stanley, which is super weird, but that's my grandfather's name. And I oh, always thought I was going to have a Stanley, like my firstborn. So then yeah, my firstborn was so a girl. Funny. So I was like... My daughter, Daisy, her middle name is Maxwell after my husband's grandfather. So cool. Great grandfather. Yeah, yeah. I feel like Carmela Stanley, like that's her stage so name. So good. You know? Great yeah. name. Great <laughs> name. <laughs> Well, thanks for sharing that with yeah, us. Yeah, sorry. I was like, oh my no, God. No, please. Huge um, fan. <laughs> do you think that we could ask you to also share possibly a mommy win fail yes, with us? Yes. Awesome. Okay. I was loving yours, by the way. I was trying not to laugh out loud. <laughs> so I'll start with my mommy fail, which is kind of like piggybacking on one of yours. So this week we've been in LA, like I'm, I'm just doing promo and I'm here and I don't live here anymore. So like we have an Airbnb that we've rented and- Basically, you know, I'm trying to like have my one year old live in this like strange place she's never yeah. lived before. So hard, by the way. Yeah. And like, so we have her um, sleeping in her own room. So one of the rooms we turned into her room, and I've got like six sound machines. Yeah. So like the we can be loud. Shades. Yeah. Totally pitch dark. And like, you know, so I'm, I feel like I'm doing a pretty good job of like what it's like at home. Yeah. Uh, even though she's in a pack and play, which, you know, but I bought like a, a nice little mattress for it. Like, no. I mean, she's yeah. obviously my firstborn and my queen. Yeah. And so it never changes. Yeah. You'll be that way with your second. Oh, good, good. Also because it's for you. Oh, for sure. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You're like, no, I need them to sleep. Yes, totally. exactly. Well, so here's the issue. I think this is my mommy fail. So she's been waking up in the middle of the night, which she doesn't do. Like, she didn't sleep for the first nine months of her life. Like, <sighs> oh, I that's breastfed, my son. Yeah, I breastfed oh, her every hour and a half for like, Ten months. Did yeah. you die? Oh. Were you dying? I thought or, I I thought I was gonna die. Yeah, I like yeah. actually it was thought brutal. I was dead. Like I, I was yeah. hold on, we're gonna save that okay. for yeah, yeah, I got lots of that stuff. Yeah. So I um anyway, she didn't sleep like at all. And so then when we moved uh and, and put her in her own room, she started sleeping through the night. And she was just been an angel since. Like it's almost like a little gift. Yeah. You know? And so since this trip, she's been waking up in the middle of the night and I've just been going in there. And I know that, like, we're not supposed to go in. And my husband's like, please don't go in. But, like, you know, there are little babies and she's, like, scared. So I'm thinking, like, clearly she's not hungry. She doesn't need to eat. But, like, I'm giving her a bottle in the middle of the night because she weaned off breastfeeding. On her own. That's really? a whole other thing we you're can talk so about. You're so lucky. I know, but it was awful. Okay, like, but I wasn't it's ready. Emotional. I it's think, emotional I when you're, you're not lucky, ready. I think you're lucky, but you... Right. The yeah, grass I had is to stop when I wasn't ready either, and really? it's hard. It's, it's so, so hard. hard. Yeah, so she still has some, you know, milk, and uh, and so now... So anyway, I've been feeding her bottle in the middle, middle of the night. At least I did, like, twice, and now she's waking up every single night. Mm. You can undo it. And my you, husband's so fine. pissed because I'm working, so I'm like, hey, I'm like, can you go do the middle of the night? Yeah. And he's wonderful, but, like, you know, he knows it's my fault, sort of that like I started it. So I do feel like a little bit mommy fail that, you know, but I also feel better about her being rocked back to sleep. Like we're not home, you know? I feel that mom guilt that like, I'm working. I took her out of her element. Like I'm going to make sure that she's good. Yeah. But it's a little bit of a mommy fail. I I get it. Okay. So then maybe my mommy win would be working. I feel like, yeah, it took me. Yeah, I'm here. I mean, I did my hair and makeup. And you look good. Thank you. You do. I I love your blonde hair. Really? Do you yeah. like it? Yes. yes. I keep getting blonder. I can't stop. I feel like don't stop. It works really? for you. Okay. I look just like my mom, by the way, which really? is crazy. It's really funny too because like my whole life, my mom had blonde hair, and I'm really Italian, and I have like really dark yeah. hair and dark features and a full beard. Anyway, um, <laughs> and so, but my mom's like blonde hair, blue eyes, and uh, and I just the second I gave birth, I was like. I should have blonde hair. And like everyone's making fun of me because it's like it was almost subliminal. Yeah. Like I didn't realize I just wanted to look like my mom. Your mom. I think. Oh my God. Yeah. So I just keep getting blonder. She's and... probably so happy. She's like, oh, she just wants to be me now. I know. It's cute. It's happening. We, actually, look we look so much alike and already. I have to see a picture. Yeah, I'll show you. And so now, like, my grandmother like mistakes me for her and her for me. Like, it's oh, like we look so a lot, funny. A lot alike. But anyway, I feel like it's a win that, um, that I'm here and I'm working. I'm showing up. I'm also doing mom stuff. Like, while I'm here, I'm still mom monitoring her naps her food that'll never end right i yes. feel like such a badass sometimes when i nail it you know even when i'm not yes. there and like mm-hmm. she gets a nap and she has like the you know stuff she needs and like it's just those little things that we don't even talk about that like we're just so good at i know and at and the I end of the like day that's a win. at the end of the day you're like i did xyz and you're like damn yeah i'm like such a badass totally like, and working on top of it. Yes. Right. Yes. Exactly. That's why I feel totally Crazy. like a win. Well, yeah. bravo to you. Yes. Oh, thank we'll you. Give me a round thank of applause for that. That's a major win. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. Okay. We are going to be back after a quick break and talk about a big subject that obviously we wanted to just get into and I had to stop everybody. Sleep deprivation. Something that hits us all in the first year and sometimes beyond. So we'll be right back. 
One of the greatest discoveries I think I made after having children was Instacart. We all need to grocery shop every week, but who wants to be rushed through the aisles with a screaming baby or an angry toddler who's grabbing all the gummies? So you can Go through your virtual aisles, have exclusive coupons. It's available at your favorite stores. Groceries can be delivered from your local and national retailers. And other perks, there's no sitting in traffic, looking for parking, or waiting in the checkout line. You can get the app or go to instacart.com and shop the groceries you need. Your groceries can arrive in as little as one hour or at a time you select. They can keep the items hot or cold items cold, which is very convenient. Try Instacart and get $10 off your first order. To get this limited time offer, go to instacart.com or download the mobile app and enter my promo code MAMA at checkout. Get $10 off your first order today at instacart.com or download the mobile app and don't forget to enter my code MAMA. That's instacart.com or through the mobile app with my code MAMA at checkout. All right, we are back with the incredible Christina Perry. All right, Christina, let's talk sleep. So since beautiful Carmela has arrived, yes. what has that sleep journey been like for you? Oh, my goodness. Well, it's really funny because I feel like when I first got pregnant, and maybe everyone does this, like I feel like I read everything I possibly could. Like I'm very nerdy in general. And so I wanted to like intellectually prepare as much as I could. And I remember, you know, every single human I talked to, they're warning you about not sleeping. Like mm-hmm. I feel like that's just the thing. They're gonna be like, sleep now. Because- yeah, sleep now. Right. And like, we're gonna, you know, yeah, right. oh yeah, let me get an extra hour. Um, and like, it's gonna even help. Because it'll bank it right. for some yeah. Exactly, later. exactly. But it's funny because now in hindsight, like I say that to pregnant people and I'm like, totally. oh God. Uh, but so I feel like I read like everywhere how hard it was gonna be, you know? And like, I did the classes and the whatever and like and then boom baby arrives and like I remember even the first night like in the hospital like my husband and I like I don't even remember what was day and what was night because yeah. she was born at 1am so mm. it was sort of like you know we were up all night and yeah, of then s- tried to sleep during the day and like and then I like look over at my husband and he's sound asleep and like I know that's a thing and like but in in that moment like it was so brand new and I was like oh my god like what did we do? We're here. Yeah. We're doomed. Like, this is what it's going to be like. Yeah. I'm going to be awake, like, breastfeeding and, like, watching my husband sleep. Yep. And that's mm-hmm. exactly what happened for the next nine months. Oh. I always told everyone it felt like one big, long day. Like, I really never huh. felt like... It's Groundhog Day. Groundhog yeah. Day. And it's I do crazy. remember, I have to say, like, so around four months, between four and five months postpartum, like, I lost all the hair here that, like, yeah. a lot of women do. I still yeah. Yeah, whenever, um, <laughs> whenever I see women with this, I'm like, oh, I feel you. You yeah. know what I mean? Even if I don't know them, like, in New York City, I walk around, I'm like, oh, It's like, you got friend. bangs. They're like, no, I had a baby. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, come on. I didn't want bangs again. I did that once. So I lost all this hair, I remember. And, like, I started to feel, like, some postpartum symptoms. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember calling my OB because I was like, cuckoo. Like so just, smart of you to do, by the way. Yeah. Most people don't do that, well, especially so after their many first baby. Warned me. Yeah. I mean, I've been in therapy like 25 years, so I feel like I had a good sort of awareness. And I remember even having mm. like a code word with my husband, like if I'm, you know, if I'm acting strange, like, mm. like, like I was really nervous about it, just like growing up, yeah. having depression, like in, in my, you know, background. So anyway, I felt it. Like I really felt like yeah. whatever hormones were balancing out like around that time. And so this is about five months in and my therapist was like, you have to sleep for six hours. And I was like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. Like, Carmela eats every hour and a half, like maybe every two. Like, my husband can't do it. She's never had a bottle yet. Like, no, no, no. And she's like, no, like, you can't make a decision right now. Like, you haven't had, you know, six hours or even more than four hours in a row for five months. And so I do remember one time my husband did the overnight. Actually, no, I'm lying. We had a a doula. We had, like, a a little Polish lady come, and she did the overnight with Carmela, and I slept. And I felt like a whole brand new person. Mm -hmm. So I will say one night in between nine months, I got six hours. That's crazy. I had the same situation with my son. He was breastfeeding. He wouldn't take the bottle. Maybe it was my fault. It was, you know, first kid and I was like, maybe not giving him the bottle right or I just didn't try hard enough. Regardless, he was breastfeeding like every 30 to 45 minutes and it was so bad. And this Mm. was like the first year. And I remember just breaking down. I couldn't I couldn't drive. It came to yeah. the point where I thought I was hallucinating. No, I it's couldn't dangerous. drive. Oh, definitely. And I was not well. Like, I was like, I cannot get behind the wheel yeah. unless someone helps me. I didn't drive and, either. Yeah. I definitely felt like like drunk or something. Yeah, yeah. You, know yeah, you I mean? feel like, drunk. As dangerous as drunk driving. You feel delirious. Yeah. Yeah. I So for me, 
with Bo, I was traveling a lot with him. My husband was playing baseball. And so we were living in people's homes, my parents' home, in the car. And so there was no sleep schedule. And now... And then since, like, once I we moved back to L.A., like, I'm a slave to the schedule. I'm an Same. animal about it. Yeah. Like, nope, this is when he goes down. I'm not, right. I can't, sorry, can't go to lunch with you gals at 2 because he goes to Napa 1.30. Like, yeah. that's oh how God. we do Same. it. I will not sacrifice. Like, yeah. those moments of my day are more important than anything mm-hmm. else, quite frankly. But it was rough. And it really affected every part of me. And I was definitely dealing with some postpartum stuff as well. And I have a natural depressive mm-hmm. personality. And so I think with adding the no sleep on top of it. I mean, you're really stretching yourself. And I thought that I had learned all my lessons for my second baby. But then with Jack, so with Bo, I'll quickly say, so I got mastitis pretty early and I got it very bad to the point where I went septic and was hospitalized. So I had to stop breastfeeding super early with him um, and got him on formula right away. But with Jack, I went a little bit longer and it was much easier with him and it was going better. And then I had to stop because I have MS and had to start medication. And when that happened was when all sleep went downhill. But even before that, I mean, because breastfeeding was going so well, and I was told that you make more milk between 1 and 6 a.m. than any other hours, and I had had such a hard time from the first one, and I wanted to stock milk, that I was, I just wouldn't sleep. I would mm-hmm. nurse him at 9, then I would pump, then I would sleep for two hours, nurse him at one thirty, then pump again and get like eight ounces. While he would wake up again at 4, I would nurse him, pump wow. again, and then my older one was up. Yeah. Wow. And then I had to be with him before he went to school because he was really feeling like he was missing me. He he threw this bomb at me, get this, at like three weeks old. He was like, you used to be my best friend before oh. he got here. Oh my God. Stab in the heart. I can't even handle that. Terrible. So, I mean, talk about stretching, like, uh, like burning the candle at both ends. And yeah. so I think maybe when Jack was about two and a half months, my, my husband was like, hey, because we don't live near family. We don't have anyone like really. I have a full-time nanny now, meaning full-time, meaning after school until bedtime. Yeah. When I have both kids around. But other than that, no one. And he had said, he's like, Jamie, you need to hire a night nurse. Mm-hmm. Like, this is ridiculous. Wait, did you not have one? No. Until- remember, I was like, oh, I don't need one. I can do this. Because your yeah. mom was here or something? What? My mom was here for the first like five days, but I then she had to leave. I didn't realize that. Yeah. So I hired a night nurse, and she changed. Yeah. Did you have one? Me. Yeah, that's that Polish lady. She okay. was my my postpartum doula, but I didn't use from her day for, one. No, or? no, I thought I could do it myself. Yeah. Also, well, you want to? Yeah. You feel like I have nothing else to do. Like this is supposed to be the right. thing I can job. do. This is exactly it, this is natural. This yeah. has been done since the beginning of time. Like totally. I should be able to handle this. Yeah. yeah. I have a really funny story sidebar that I just want to say because of your cabbage cream. Oh, God. Yeah. I have to tell you this story. This is probably now in hindsight my favorite postpartum story that at the time was the worst and is now very funny, I think. This is before we hired this postpartum doula and I didn't even know really you could. Like I, I, I felt like she was doing me a favor almost like when mm, yes. she came. Because I had done this like uh, love child yoga in New York City. That was the name of the place. And they offered the classes and yoga. And then like they offered this uh, lactation consultant to come to your right. home, right? So again, I read everything. I'm like, okay, I know the breastfeeding is going to be harder than the birth. Like I, people were telling me this. And I was like, yeah, you know, like I was praying that I'd be good at it or that at least I'd stick with it or whatever. And so I just remember uh, when my milk comes in, right, this woman comes like, and she's telling me about it, showing me how to do the latch. Like, you know, it was very good timing because it was right when my milk had come in. Mm. And I was like, oh, great. I'm not engorged or whatever that means. You know, like, yeah. uh, clearly my boobs are just doing it fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So she leaves. And this is now like almost like an overnight thing. And uh, this is before this woman comes back. And I'm freaking out. Like at this point, I feel like Carmela wants to eat when I'm not ready. I'm ready when she's asleep. And we do that back and forth yep. for a while. And I'm huge. And I'm, it hurts. And, and you're I'm crying. Now. Yeah, yeah. And so I kind of, it feels like such a blur the first couple of days. Like I almost felt like I was an infant or a newborn. You know what I mean? Like I was doing the same emotions that she was. And so it's just me and my husband because uh, sidebar, my dad had open heart surgery five days before oh I gave God. birth. Oh. That's hard. And uh, as an emergency, like we didn't even know. And so my mom, my family, no one could be there. And yeah, Paul's, 
whole family had the flu. Oh, wow. gosh. Swear to God. Talk you guys read a book. Solo. <laughs> yes, it was solo. brutal. I can't actually believe that we made it, honestly. Like, that's also why I had such a big birthday party. I was like, Paul and I didn't yeah, break seriously. up. Like, it was <laughs> so hard. It. Yeah. Yes. Oh, my God. And um, so anyway, so it's just me and Paul. And again, it's like the fifth day or whatever. And so this happens. And so I call my OB because I'm like, what do I do? Like, she was so awesome. And she says, okay, you have to go get cabbage. And now at this point, I'm like crying hysterically. Carmela's crying hysterically. <sighs> Paul is like talking to the imaginary crowd. He's like, we're all going to be okay. <laughs> like that, if you can imagine the heightened, like, you know, everyone's oh. screaming. Oh, no, we yeah, all I can imagine. There, right? It's yes. so intense. And so Paul's on the phone with her. I'm hysterical. She's like, go to the store and get cabbage. So Paul and I don't really cook that much. We don't know how big cabbage is. We don't know how it comes. So Paul is like, You're like, okay, what does cabbage yeah, yeah, look yeah. like? I'm like, I don't know. So <laughs> you sound like Paul's me. like, I'm going to yeah. go get cabbage. And I'm like, you can't leave me, but like, go get cabbage, but don't yeah. leave me. Yes. So I'm like, freaking yeah, so he postmates, right? We're in Manhattan. He postmates seven cabbages. <laughs> now, because he doesn't know either, and we don't know how big it is. So literally, the postmate guy calls me, like, Paul's in the bathroom, and he's like, are you sure you want seven? I'm like, I don't know. Whatever my husband said, like, just do it. Yeah. So he comes to the door with seven cabbages. Like huge. Six bags oh, uh, from Whole Foods. Oh, my God. And, you know, this big, yeah. yes. perfect bras, you know, they yes. fit perfectly on your totally. boobs. And I literally... It's quite nice and cold, actually. Oh, my God, it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, I will never, and my husband, will never eat cabbage again because oh. the next 10 days I just had cabbage, cabbage. sticking out of my bra. <laughs> By the way, like... But it worked. It you totally worked. Yeah. No one told me about Cabo cream or... Did you know about cabbage cream? No, I never even heard of it. I didn't It hear, must be something new on the market. It must be. After I got mastitis four times this year... Oh, my gosh. Someone told me about it as I was, like, just done with breastfeeding. Yeah. After I didn't eat it, I was like this could have helped because I was like stuffing cabbage in there. I was like getting yeah. soggy. It's uh, like really- yeah, because it cooks. It yeah. literally cooks yeah. on your boobs within five minutes. Yes. I know it definitely worked. Yeah. but it was also so incredibly gross. Oh my god, so yeah. yeah. And now we laugh no more about cabbage that story. No, no, no. I can't eat yeah. it ever. I'm totally wrong. No, you have PTSD. So I have it. You can't have <laughs> that near you. I'd- I'm always chasing my kids around. I'm going up and down my stairs constantly all day, every day, and I'm sometimes holding both of my kids at the same time. So I'm pretty much dripping sweat all day long, which is awesome. And I'm also hormonal, so it doesn't help the sweating. And I've never really found a clean deodorant that works for me up until now. I am obsessed with Kopari's coconut deodorant because it's aluminum-free, vegan. It does not contain silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, or baking soda. And if you have really sensitive skin like me and you don't want all of that yucky stuff in your deodorant... You need to try Kopari's deodorant. It's just as good as the other deodorants out there. Trust me. Kopari actually offers a deodorant subscription, which is the coolest part of this whole entire thing. And you'll never run out of deodorant again, which has happened to me and my husband. It's shipped to you as often as you choose automatically for free. And they also offer a money back guarantee. So there's really no reason to not give it a try. Go to koparibeauty.com slash mama to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's kopari, K-O-P-A-R-I beauty.com slash mama, koparibeauty.com slash mama. How long did you breastfeed for? Um, we made it about 11 and a half months. Wow. Good for you. Yeah. That's yeah. amazing. That's huge. Which I feel like there's no, like I had in my mind, I wanted to go longer, but like she is so, she's a Capricorn. Like she is so independent already. She's running. She started walking around 11 months and is just running and Crazy. doesn't want me to hold her hand. Aww. Like she is misindependent already. I know it. And so it kind of She makes needs sense. to come play with Jack and Daisy. Please. Oh my God. Please. Next time you're in LA, call us. Yeah. Well, she's awesome, but she uh she would just slowly nurse less and less like she didn't want to wait for it she didn't want to work for it and i was like come on like i need you know a little bit more and she would just like go you know from wait. 10 minutes to eight minutes to seven minutes six and then when's her birthday january 17th okay oh jack's the 15th and daisy's oh. uh december 18th oh my gosh we all so it's funny because I just hearing your story, I so wish that happened to me. I had to wean her and it was so hard. I kept procrastinating, Mm. not because I wanted to do it. I wanted to stop at one year exactly, but it was so hard for my boobs to, Mm. you know, get it down that I was just like, I wish she weaned herself. Really? It's just the opposite story. I was just like praying and praying and she would like kept tugging and tugging. It only lasted about a week until she figured out like, okay, like milk is fine. Like from- They're little creatures of habit. They can, they are more resilient than most. Yeah, but it's just like- we are not oh my because God. we Absolutely. don't have sleep. Yeah, yeah I exactly. couldn't take it anymore. I was like, 
please be done. I was like actually like praying that she was going to be done at like 10 months and nine months, but I kept going just because like that's me. You kept saying you were going to stop, but you you went through that full year. I I think it's subconsciously what you wanted and it was the best It is. It was hard. Yeah. Hard as fuck. It was so hard. Holy shit. Yeah. No, I started weaning around or she actually started weaning herself when um, my husband thawed accidentally all the milk in our freezer. Which oh. I feel like is Wait. the worst thing that could possibly happen to a new Wait, mom. did that that happen to me? And I'm so dumb. I Just, threw it out. Yeah. No. Well, yeah, well, well how long though? Because we were we went away no. for the weekend. Oh, I had to. Okay. No, I asked th- a bunch of people. This was like five oh, hours. Oh, well, they no. say if okay. I'm so I, dumb. I know yeah, this is I, I get ma- this is my with, with Milo. Like I think about this all the time. I had I don't know like. 25, 30, 40 bags. Oh my God. I'm so stupid. It's my heart. We'll, we're going to do a breastfeeding show for sure. But they, I will say quickly to some of the mamas that are still breastfeeding, I did read something that if there's still like the ice crystals there in there, you can put it back, back. in the freezer. Yeah. yeah. As long That's as there's still like, some of that Or like what about if it's cold? Just like put it in the fridge. Well, that, but it only lasts right. like, like, like I could have saved something. Yeah, I should have yeah. just put it back in the freezer. Anyway, that right. this was like three years ago. So let's move okay. on. Yeah. Well, back to sleep. Yes. So... I did a little bit of research because uh, we have have this really cool Facebook community from this podcast, and there's a lot of new mamas, and they, we told them we were doing the show, and a lot of them have written in of just sort of how you can sort of keep going in your life with lack of sleep because yeah. a lot of people have to go back to work. Yeah. A lot of people want to start having a little bit of independence, but on no sleep, it's really hard. Yeah. So in like my research with like Parents Magazine and different things online, so here's the things that they have told us and then we, I think, can all comment as a little group here. So I find like with the newborn stage, there's there's so many emotions going on. Like there's euphoria, mm-hmm. there's anxiety, there's there's nerves. And, you know, when they all say like sleep when the baby sleeps, sometimes all of that stuff gets in the way of when you yeah. actually can sleep. Like there's I would to do. Yeah. Not even that. It was just like there's so much going on in your in your mind Mm -hmm. and there's so many feelings going on and like I would find myself in the middle of the night thinking like I could be sleeping right now but I start making to-do lists or Mm -hmm. I start thinking about you know what I have to do or start worrying about this and it's just your mind you know I think also too when when you aren't sleeping you just start going even more crazy you're going into a deeper darker hole yes yes And I think, you know, it starts off in the hospital. I remember with my first son, I didn't take advantage of the nursery. Oh, yeah. And my one piece of advice would be, don't let the mom guilt creep in day one. Yeah. The nursery is there for a reason. Get those two nights yeah, I, I I did it with Jack, and it was worth it. With See, Bo, I, can't I had that. such guilt. Yeah, I, I can't, I can't do me. that. I know, but it's just two nights, right. and they every time he woke up, he was with me. Right. But they make a lot of noise when they're first. Yeah, born. I would do it now if I when I have another one, I would do it. I yeah. feel like with because my, I now know that like they're totally fine in the middle of the night. You know what and I mean? They, like, and when I they're a, hungry, they come to yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know? I feel like I would do it, but I definitely couldn't have done yeah, it my, my first time. Milo was in the NICU. He went straight to the NICU. Oh, so that was different. And, and yeah. then that started my whole no sleep. I had so much adrenaline and oh, so much goodness. anxiety that whatever, I didn't sleep for 10 days straight. Yeah. But um, with Daisy, I was so excited that she wasn't in the NICU that I wanted her right next to me. Right, right. And that even if sense. there was no NICU in the picture, me personally, they would have to be right next to me. Yeah. Well, look, I, when I brought me. him home, yeah. he was in a bassinet right next to my bed. And totally. to be quite honest, I think for the first month, he slept on me yes, the majority sure. of the time, same, which yeah. is the greatest feeling yeah, in the ever. entire world when you have that little baby just laying on you. Oh my God, I miss it so right? much. Yeah. I Carmel know, now that they're asleep. so independent, they I never know. do it anymore. Never. I mean, I literally got a nap the other day, like uh, randomly, I don't even know why she was so tired in the morning. Like it wasn't her nap time and I also am very, you know, crazy about schedule. Yeah. And uh, she just fell asleep on my chest like we that were just watching cartoons. Oh, and I was like, oh my God, I'm literally never moving again. Yeah, it was, That's the best. It doesn't happen anymore. All right. Well, another piece of advice because of all of that is even if you can't sleep when they're sleeping, I think even just laying down yeah. or resting, like not doing the dishes or yeah. doing the laundry or organizing your closet or whatever crazy right, things right. you could find yourself doing, just really putting your feet up. Yeah. And sometimes I, when I would do that and put the television on, I would pass out for a yeah. minute. Yeah, totally. for sure. And those yeah. those little blips – 
I mean, they do go a long way. I feel like also not feeling guilty about that is really big because now, uh, even still, like I have a gazillion things to do. And like sometimes, uh, you know, because she only takes now like one nap in the middle of the day. And mm-hmm. so that like hour and a half, two hours. I'm oh, like, did she transfer to one already? She did. Yeah. It was crazy. I didn't want to let the second nap go. But it's yeah, long story. Uh, I'm like, doing that right now. Super cranky. Yeah, we not did, worth Jen it. and I literally like that's oh my God. majority really? of our text messages is like, is she going to drop that? Is he going to drop oh the nap? God. So it yeah, it is. But you know what? Like she she took so long to take that second nap that it was like longer than her actual second nap to get her down. Right. And then she'd wake up That's furious. when you do it. Yeah. And I'm like, you know what? Like, cool. I'm you following push you. in the morning. And I did. Yeah. yeah. Now she does like straight in the middle of the day. But those two hours, if I get that, are the most precious two hours oh, yes. of my day. Oh, yeah. So sometimes I'm like, oh, my God, this is my only chance to do these 17 things. And sometimes I can't move. And yeah. I just lay there and I veg out. I look at my phone. I watch something. And like, that's when the guilt will creep in. But like, if I could go back or talk to myself about it, like, no, like, that's okay. If yes. I'm not going to oh. move for her whole nap. And you know what? I should have done that more when I was, you know, when she should have, would have, could have. Right. I would totally just have laid there. But I just thought like, this is my only time to get stuff done, well, to be a wife, to totally. read things, yeah. to, you know. But ugh. that's, I think, another piece of advice is yeah. to delegate responsibility. Yes. Especially during those first few months is you had like one of my things with my husband was when he was playing baseball and I was with the baby all day and yeah. he would come home late from a game. He washed all those bottles. Oh, good. That was my one thing. Was I was like, thing. when you come home, yeah. everything will be clean. Like, is this your second baby? baby? No, this was with the oh, first. Everything will be clean. Yeah. The baby will be sleeping. I will be sleeping. Right. But you are going to watch. Like, I once he was down, I wanted to eat and go yeah. to bed. And the fact that there was a pile of bottles uh, yeah. and thing and passies and whatever in the sink, that was his thing that he did for me That's every night. Awesome. And so. Finding those little things that you yeah. can, you know, in on the laundry just didn't get done until the weekend. It yeah, just right. didn't. Yeah. Unless it was necessary. Right. Like, it's just, you have to find, you just have to give up on certain, on certain yeah. things. Yeah. And then in the nighttime feedings, I know I talked about like my craziness with pumping, which I, I didn't do, but if I could, and I know you had like one night reprieve with mm-hmm. your Polish doula. Yeah. yeah. But having someone, whether, if, I mean, primarily, I think for most, it's yeah. their husband, do the nighttime feeding. Yeah. You know, because whether it's formula or breast milk, you can... Get the baby used to a bottle. Uh, my advice is getting the baby used to a bottle. I started giving Jack a bottle at two weeks, once a day. It was so to hard really for me help for some reason. Yeah. With, for that reason. Right. Yeah. I would probably do that differently next time. That's what I said. I didn't. Really? No. Oh, okay. I don't know. No, what I'm do so curious about <laughs> yeah. what happens next time. But no, I just, I don't know. I don't know what it is with me and like yeah. breastfeeding and bottles. I'm just like, is it laziness? I don't know. I don't know. I feel like bottles are it a lot really of work. It was really easy to not have bottles yeah. for a long time. Well, bottle? of course. You don't have to clean anything. It's just yeah. right there. You don't have to pump. There's all of that But then it's like, like it. when you want to go out and like party and not party, yeah. like who, like whatever. Yeah, but when you want to go, I'm like when you want to like go to a <laughs> rave and yeah. stuff and you need yeah. to like leave your baby. Right. Um, no, like you don't, like they're not taking a bottle and then it's extra stress because yeah. then they're not mm-hmm. eating while you're gone. So yes, but I agree with you. And I look, I didn't do it, but... If I have a third, but by the which way, it doesn't to- matter the age. Again, these babies are resilient, and yeah. if you just keep keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, keep at it, they will take it. True. Yeah. I did start at around five months uh, trying to give Daisy a bottle. I remember two, you were freaking out. Two months. You tried all the different every bottles single, every single night for two months. I gave offered her a bottle. She didn't want it, and then I gave her the boob. And all of a sudden, after two months, she started taking the bottle, there and you I go. stopped the uh, breast knife feeding. Yeah. So. There you yeah. go. I think after baby, we're all looking for ways to reinvent ourselves and feel like me again. And what better way to do that than to turn heads in a statement shoe from Shoe Dazzle? No matter what styles you're looking for, Shoe Dazzle is the place to get a shoe fix. And not only that, they have tons of clothing, accessories, and they have thousands of ways to help you step up your look. They have new styles that literally drop every week. And as a VIP member, it is definitely the best way to go. The cool part is when you first go on the site, you're given this really fun style quiz and it gives you a personalization into your shopping experience. They pick out styles for you. I got this really cute boots there that uh, I didn't think I would pick for myself normally, but I'm pretty proud to be rocking them. 
But the most important thing, ladies, that I love to give a deal, VIPs like me save 30% off most retail prices all day, every day, plus get free shipping and returns, not to mention tons of other exclusive sales and perks. Now is the time to sign up as a VIP because right now you will get your first pair of shoes for wait for it, 75% off, as low as $10. You can't beat that. This is an exclusive deal for a podcast listener, so make sure you go to shoedazzle.com slash mama to get it. That's shoedazzle.com slash mama to step up your look today for as low as $10. Shoedazzle.com slash mama. You're listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. It's time to get into some shenanigans with Sheena Shea and this week's guest, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills' Teddy Mellencamp. Me having to turn down big opportunities because I have to stay true to what I believe in, mm-hmm. those decisions have weighed on me. Yeah. You know, because I also have my husband who's like a big entrepreneur and he's like, well, babe, you know, you, you got to do this. And I'm like, well, no, I, I can't. Because yeah. that's the second that I... Not sell out, but the second that I do something that doesn't feel right to me, Mm -hmm. I feel like our clients will feel that too. Yeah. Be sure to download new episodes of Shenanigans every Tuesday right here at PodcastOne.com or on the Podcast One app. And now back to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. So another piece is, so when you can rest, keep off your phone. Ooh. I mean, that's a real hard one. But although that's how this podcast came to be. Yeah. yeah. I, that's when I talk honest. to my mom friends. I feel like that's I was my about to time. say that before, but then you were like, when I am laying in bed, I just want to go on my phone, which is what I do every single time. And then after the two hours of nap is up and yeah. I've only been on Instagram, mm, and yeah. stuff, I'm like, I, yeah. what is this? Like, what's going on with me? It's kind of gross. Like, I yeah, feel but like it's kind of how we plug in. I feel like, like, I feel like part of. It's your of, you time. Yeah. It's yeah. not just my you time, but it's also like. I get to feel like I know what's going on, not just in the world, but just in my friends' lives. You know what I mean? Like, so, I mean, maybe I'm making a ridiculous excuse for it, but like. No, that's the truth. You want to know what's going on. You feel like you're, you know, a part of part yeah, of life yeah. like you don't have FOMO and exactly yeah. I mean I do like yeah, Kelsey with her like journaling I'm like oh I my know. god like how do what's you that like? do that who yeah. has time in the morning for anything <laughs> I know I know I give her such shit for that but yeah I just like enjoy vicariously through yes. you know her whatever do you ever use music as like a sleeping tool for Carmela well I sing to her I mean oh. truly like so so the uh, it's a great segue <laughs> I know I was so <laughs> curious because like she's a singer I sing to my kid all- yeah. kids I have two kids um, all the time and yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, feel like since obviously you do the very beginning, and I genuinely sing these ten songs. Like so, I mean, one oh. of them my husband really sings to her more than which I one? did the uh, "Tonight You Belong to Me," oh. which is why I let him feature on yeah. it because he was like, "That's yes. my song." Oh Aww. my god! But it became like the soundtrack in our house, basically. So I've been singing because Disney's my favorite. So yeah. the Disney songs on there, I sing to her every day. So pretty, by the way. Thank oh, you. Beautiful. Um, you are my sunshine is something I've always played and sang for yeah. my kids, and mm-hmm. I never knew the second verse of it oh, until cool. I listened to your album. Really? Really? And I started hysterically crying. Oh, right, Aww. it's heavy. Because I see, it may, yeah. I, it's your the music is like hauntingly beautiful. Oh, first of all, thank you. And um, I was bawling mm. because it made me feel like I, I, like I could start crying. It made me feel like my dad, who passed away, was like oh. holding me. It's very. It, oh, yeah. I know. Oh. I was listening to it today, and it's it's really touching. I never oh. knew. Is is the song about? Someone who, someone? Yeah. I think so. Or the fear of it, right? Which is sort of like yeah. as moms, like what we, you know, go Wh- through. What What are the words to the second verse? I, um, let me see. Uh, you know what I said? Something I about holding you. Uh, I dreamed I held you in my arms when I awoke. Dear, I was mistaken. So I hung my head and I cried. Yeah. <laughs> Makes me sad. It's so sad, right? <laughs> but then, I mean, it picks up again that you of are course. my sunshine. You know. I know. It's the most beautiful song. It really yes. is. And it like, just- I That's cried. Me. I cried recording it. Just so you know, I cried a couple times. I cried during the Coco song, the "Remember Me," because like Oof. that one's really sad too. Like classic Disney, just being super sad. Um, yeah, moms who are having problems going to sleep or getting your babies to sleep. By yeah. Christina. By the way, oh, I'm yeah. clearly still hormonal. Oh, I know. I guess I touched. I want to no, go. Over you and don't hug have you. to be. It's I know, beautiful. I know. It, it, it really. I. 
I was like, wow, okay. Well, this song has a whole new meaning. It was really pretty. I really do sing to her constantly. And you know, it's funny, like talking about social media. So I didn't plan on doing a lullaby record. I didn't even plan on coming like resurfacing for a while. Like I just wanted to be a mom and enjoy every millisecond of it. Mm, Yeah. And so what I started doing though, was like posting these Instagram stories of me singing to her and because she was so cute, like she would smile and like, you know, just like really early smiling. Like I remember yeah. like my husband and I being like, is this normal? Like, you know what I mean? She would just like look at us and smile so big when we were only when we were singing to her. She and so, it. yeah, she like oh really, gosh. really loved it. And so I wanted to share that. Right. So I start posting these videos just 10 seconds long or whatever. And then like the response to it, which, you know, I feel lucky, like I just communicate with everybody on social media. Like I've always been just sort of there. Mm-hmm. And so I was like really listening and reading to everybody and they were just like oh my god please like make a lullaby record and yeah because your voice is insane (laughs) thank you i really didn't plan on it and then all of a sudden it just sort of clicked like yeah maybe i should do this like this these are the songs i sing to her every day and she just so genuinely seems to like music and it's such a everything is so pure on the album it's not like oh thank you it's just so nice think about these these virgin little ears i mean this it 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 is music is Therapy. is the universal language but right. for these babies i mean it 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 helps them find a rhythm yeah. literally of mood and emotion and where they should be yeah, going comfort, in their day yeah. comfort it's yeah. really their little therapy like it teaches it's, them to yeah. calm down or now is to be fun let's yeah. play it's the best. yeah yeah it really is it's, and the association with certain songs is amazing mm-hmm. like you yeah. know twinkle twinkle when i sing it to my daughter i mean i could sing it during the day but at night when i sing it she just puts her head on me she yeah, knows they it's know like, you know time, it's like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Till There Was You oh. was the one I've been singing since oh she my God, I'm arrived. That's the one, like, out of all yeah. of them that, like, she knows, like, it's bedtime or that it's snuggle time or, like, I don't know. I could just feel that she's comforted by that the most. Yeah. yeah. And she's in it when she, like, giggles and laughs. Oh, and, my God. Not in that song. Yeah, but, yeah, in, but, yeah. In Tonight You Belong yeah, To Me. I love that. Yeah, I, I put, like, featuring Carmel because yeah. she laughs. Oh, yeah, super cute making it. it. What oh, a beautiful, yeah. special thing. Yeah. Thanks for sharing that Thank with us. Thank you. And yeah. then sharing the songs and the yeah. album with us. I know. I mean, now it's for everyone and everyone's babies yeah it's actually really exciting to um to have made a lullaby version of a thousand years because so many people have told me you know once they've gotten married to the song then they have a baby to it and or like and then they play it to them which is such a gift i mean honestly that song feels so much bigger than me like because it just doesn't stop being a gift honestly do you know how many people have walked down the aisle to your song i I feel oh my god it's insane it's actually overwhelming like i don't think i can process it yeah i i want to tell you one quick story so i wrote the song in 2011 it came out you know i'm breaking down part one i actually wrote it for vampire Empires, which is really funny. Oh, really? So yeah, I wrote it for the Twilight movie. Oh. And I wrote it for their wedding, which is really funny because it wasn't in the wedding scene. And so many people stopped me and they're like, oh my God, it should have been. I love your song from the wedding. Yeah. And I'm just like, my friend Ryan O'Neill actually wrote the song for the wedding scene. And I'm just like, oh, thanks. Like yeah. it was in the credits, yeah. but thank you. Yeah. So it had come out and it hadn't, you know, been out for very long, but, but so many people were telling me that they were getting married to it. So it was about a whole year, I think it was out. And I just couldn't hear it because I wrote it. Like, I don't know how you feel like when you see yourself mm-hmm. like working you're just i don't know you're you're associated to it in a different way and mm-hmm. so to me like i was always hearing the mix i was hearing the you know what i wish i did better or oh whatever my gosh, yeah yeah like i can't hear the song like yeah, i really can't yeah and so you're too uh, critical yeah totally and um and so one time i was at in laguna and i had like two days off and i went to the montage hotel which was like my secret little getaway. Oh, yeah, the, the best, best, the best. Oh okay, so I'm there. And you know, there's like <laughs> the beautiful grounds, you know, that they have like a gazillion weddings there. Totally. So I remember it was August 1st, 2nd, and 3rd that weekend because it was like wedding central. Mm-hmm. And yes. so the first day I'm there, there's a wedding on the grounds and like I felt so gauche like watching, but like everyone sits in their little balcony and they watch because the wedding, of you can see it. So I was like, you know, looking around like, okay, so I watched the first wedding and then the next day there's an even bigger wedding. And at this point I'm like waiting for it because it was just so fun to watch yeah so i'm not even kidding so the third day it's gigantic i mean like the biggest wedding i've ever seen like 17 bridesmaids and there's like (laughs) like six or seven songs of processing right yeah and so i swear to god i'm in my robe i'm drinking coffee and all of a sudden like everyone stands up and the bride appears with her dad and all of a sudden i hear me and it's like you know heart beats and i'm like oh my god 
And I literally, I start crying. Aww. And not even like, oh my God, I'm awesome. But like, I just like no, heard it. No, it's just a well, beautiful moment. I, yeah, I was watching this bride crying, looking at her dad crying, the, the people at the wedding crying. I got to like see the song and hear the song for- And now we're crying. The yeah. very first time. Yeah, so wait, wait. So I, it was funny because in the like, moment- okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I almost sing out, right? Which I'm really glad I didn't because I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, everyone you looked at me. made their day. should have done like a little harmony Well, no, no, something. but then I realized like this is this girl's like maybe favorite moment of her life. Like yes. I'm glad I had restraint in that second, but I go, okay, well, I absolutely have to yes. thank them. That's because what I was going to say. it's really the first time I heard the song. Like I'm not even being cheesy. And so- I uh, I run down to the um, the manager guy and he's like, well, first of all, you need to get dressed. Like I'm literally in a robe. And he was like, I'll handle it. Like come back at this time and, and I'll have you guys, you know, meet or whatever. So literally like two hours later, I didn't want to crash their wedding. So she came out into the little lobby yeah. and like she bursts out of the <gasps> doors, like picks me up, spins me around. Oh my God. And she's like, oh my God. She's like, I picked your song before I even picked him. And her husband's like, oh, yeah, that's true. That is so And like sweet. we held each other and I thanked her and she thanked me and it was just like this what really- What a beautiful- oh my God, true story. moment. Yeah. Thanks and then for sharing that. I, that's so cool. That yeah. is amazing. Wait, I mean, and now you re-recorded it to your now, perfection. I, I know, right? And I and I did this little lullaby version like on purpose just yeah. because it's just, like I said, it feels like such a gift and like everyone, you know, tells me they play it for their kids and like now I feel like they have a special Aww. version. When I first met my husband, this was probably like, I don't know, like two weeks in or like three weeks in. Um, we were watching TV and your song came on and he was singing to it and he was like, oh, I love Christina Perry. Aww. And I looked at him like, that is so cute. And I even like have a Facebook post about it. So, like, oh, really? Yeah. Yes. I thought it was so sure. cute. He's like such like a manly like dude. Yeah. Well, is he? Not really. Um, but... <laughs> But then he was like, oh, I love Christina Perry and just like singing like Aww. like soulfully. I'm like, wow. That's so cute. Yeah, so cute. Neil should have come you. today. I know. He's Aww. like a major fan. Love that. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing that story with yeah, us. Of course. All right, you guys, we're gonna take a quick break and be right back with a couple of more sleep tips and then shitty mommy. Mm-hmm. And don't forget, Christina's album is Songs for Carmela. It's thank you. beyond. It's beautiful. Gorgeous. Be right back. All right, Jamie. So as you know, and as most of the listeners know, I am kind of scared of cooking, but we got Green Chef in the mail and my husband and I decided to make dinner and we made the meatloaf, which was our favorite meal. It was so, so good and so easy. And it kind of took the fear away. I don't think I'm scared of cooking this way. It's easy to follow. The instructions are right in front of you. You can't really mess up. And it was delicious. We did it right when the kids went to bed and it was so easy and good. Green Chef is a USDA certified organic company that makes eating well, easy and affordable with plans to fit every kind of lifestyle. And the meal plans include paleo, vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian, Mediterranean, heart smart, lean and clean, keto, gluten-free, and omnivore. So when I tell you they have something for everyone, I mean it. So Green Chef lets you choose from a wide array of easy-to-follow lifestyles with select organic ingredients. The recipes are so easy. It's step-by-step. You literally cannot mess up. They give you chef tips. They give you photos. And literally everything is handpicked and delivered right to your door. The ingredients come pre-measured, which is so amazing for me because that's what I absolutely hate doing. And they're perfectly portioned and they're mostly prepped. So you kind of have no excuse. You can switch up your meal plan whenever you're ready to try a new way to eat, which is what I'm going to do because I want to try everything else they have on their menu. I'm so excited. So for you guys, you can get $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Just go to greenchef.us slash mama said, and that's $50 off your first box of Green Chef. Go to greenchef.us slash mama said. Enjoy. I'm just like, huh. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're back. We've taken a few deep breaths here. Um, We're going to continue just a couple of more tips for you mamas. And then Jenna and I will continue this combo for you on our Facebook page um, of any concerns and anyone who's struggling with sleep deprivation. A big one I know that I did a lot of, and it's hard not to, but if I can tell any of you, please don't or try to avoid entertaining 
when your baby is like the first couple of months when you're super tired. It's so natural to like want to have people over and family over to come visit the baby. But then you have to feel like you need to have food set up and the house needs to be clean and things need to be in a certain order. And that's just a lot of responsibility I think you put on yourself that's unnecessary. Yeah, I agree with you. I agree too. I don't think I did that. Well, I was also in the middle of uh, flu season in New York City and snowing and, and so my doctor like, was no like, no one can come over. Yeah. I mean, really my doctor too, because it was, the flu was so bad that year. Yeah. And, all of, yeah. Right. We all, oh, in January. Yeah. We yeah. All had, like, all had, oh, I didn't let, baby. December, I did not yeah. let anyone over for four yeah. months. I kid you not. Wow. Yeah. 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 I didn't take her many places. I, I kept her, mm-hmm. you know, under wraps. I mean, I had people come over. Of course. And it is funny, like that meme going around that's like, like, you know, if you want to come over and see the baby and help, like, please come over at 2 a.m. or 4 a.m. Yeah. You know? That's <laughs> exactly. sort of how I felt. Like, and, like, get your shot, too. Yeah. yeah. Oh, not to oh, mention, also, if you're breastfeeding, like, I was just constantly topless, like, walking yeah, around with, like, salt I water know. on my boobs. Like, yes. not a good look for entertaining. Yes. But, no. you know. There, my husband has shown me pictures mm-hmm. on his phone of me, like, in the first couple of months. And I knew, like, some people might have been over that day. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me that's what I look <laughs> yeah. like in oh, front of God. people? And then, like, yeah. your boobs are just, like, hue. Like, wait. Yes, like, and then, like, my, nipples my, my like, weird like, who stomach. Wants to see the shit? And, like, my no. mesh diaper oh, my showing. Oh, like, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I missed that mesh diaper. That was kind. Com- I was comfortable. Oh, no. I yeah, liked it. Was. I took so many home. Me too. Every mom you told take, me to take everything that's not yeah. locked yeah. down. Do you guys still have, like, those pink bins? Did they give you those? I bathed him in that for a little yeah, while. Me too. A little I didn't get a pink plastic. Maybe it's like a I got cedar a pink thing. Cup, though, like from the oh, you hospital, did? that was like okay. a huge sip. You cup. delivered in New York? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I feel like from Cedars, like everyone had yeah. that pink oh. bin. Jen and I will give you some good tips for labor and delivery. Oh my gosh. We've got a doula coming up soon, right? Yeah, we We're do. Talk to her? Yeah. Okay, cool. nice. yeah. Um, okay. Another big one. All right. We talked about outsourcing tasks. We talked about weekends when husband can help, especially. Just know it will end mm. and it will yeah. get better. I think that that's, I mean, I know you're hearing it, but we're just going to try and remind you of that because like you said, it felt like one long day. It really just can feel like, when is this going to end? It could, and days are super long and it's, and you're, and you go from the baby, you're like counting how many days they're old and then they're how many weeks and then you go into months and then you start going into years and it just, yeah. You can take, even as I'm talking about I know, it, Jamie, you're, like, deeper breath. <laughs> you're thinking about it. No, to me, it still feels like one long day, but the difference is I know that they're both sleeping after seven-ish, mm-hmm. yeah. and I could go out if I want to, yeah, and like, have a babysitter, best. and I'm like, F- yeah, it's like seven o'clock. Yeah. I, like, I literally, I've told you this, I, it's really bad, but like I wake up and I'm like, is it 7 p.m. yet? Totally. It's like, no, I can't it's wait always for countdown till bedtime. Always. Yeah. Last night yeah. I went to see, quick side note, I went to see this healer last night. Who, you were oh, up late, by the way. I was up so late because I was literally like vibrating from this Whoa. amazing healer. I saw Dr. John Amaral. Can I will talk about him, him more. I'll try and get okay, him. Okay. He's like an in-demand man. But okay, he was he incredible. My two, two of my best girlfriends had him over his house for me. But the reason why I was able to surrender, I think, and be have that experience was because it was 7.30 when I met him and I knew both my kids were home asleep and they didn't know that I wasn't there. I have the most incredible nanny who I knew had locked down if anything, but like... Was Cutter with you? Yeah, he came Wow, that's... There's a... just something that happens at bedtime. Like when they get older, you'll see mommies when you know that they're sleeping through the night and they're good. I've just... You have a little bit of a life, and you know sometimes it might only be for an hour and a half, yeah, but yeah. it doesn't matter. That's your time. For me, for me, like at seven p.m., like when they're sleeping, I'm like, ha, la, la. Yeah. like yeah. I hear like angels singing. You get a little pep in your step. Yeah, for a it's like, oh, I'm not tired anymore. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Now it's time to do fun things for me. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's great. I definitely feel like though the first, at least the first twelve weeks. Like I tell everyone who has a baby, like who are you know my friends mm-hmm. that are just having babies now. Like, like I think I know a lot of things, but, but you like, do. But you do. Yeah. I you're, given, you're, you're an expert, actually. Kind you're, of, right? You are. Yeah. And every mom has yeah. the right to preach. Yeah. Totally. I truly believe And I that. do sort of ask because I know like a lot of girls don't want unsolicited advice. And so I yep. always like say, of like, course. do you want what kind my of- My opinion. Yeah, do you want my opinion? Yeah. Do you want just my experience? Yeah. Like, I, you know, Smart. I try, try to Smart. ask. I'm respectful of you. Yeah. And I just feel like knowing that it's temporary is always the thing I end up saying because they're just like, what? You know, because it's the most shocking thing in the whole world. And that fourth trimester thing, I really believe it. Mm-hmm. Like, I really believe, even though she kept breastfeeding constantly- Yeah. I became like I, I just started coming back to life like about you know twelve weeks after she was born, and then like another couple months, mm-hmm. and then like but like 
funny to be in the season now where like she goes to bed at seven and I yeah. have a life. Like I didn't think that was a ever real possible, thing ever, right? That would be I a know. lot of my tears would be like, oh my gosh, what happened? Like what will I, how, you know, I was so like thought my life was just totally gone yes. and like this new one was here and, and never to be returned again. Mm-hmm. And then like, oh shoot. Oh, are you okay? Yeah. yeah. Then, but now like See, I you're am, so tell how tired yeah. you are. You just spill your coffee. Um, yeah. But now I, um, yeah, I have a life. I'm working. Like all the things I didn't imagine could happen again or yeah, do happening. So it's proof. I would, I, I'm not kidding. I once printed out a sign that said this too shall pass uh, because I needed like a mantra because yeah. I was so miserable. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, and it worked. Like I was like this t-, and it did pass. Like it, it did. It yeah. Really did. And it does. Yeah. yeah. Last, um, but definitely not least, I will say to all you mommies out there, I know we have done a show about postpartum depression. We've all had our experiences with it. Do not ignore your baby blues. I know sometimes you could feel like this is just because you're tired, but you could be suffering from postpartum depression and the lack of sleep could make it worse. Or postpartum depression, uh, lack of sleep could actually kind of induce Mm -hmm. a little bit of postpartum depression. So please, mommies, you know, I know it's hard when you're in those trenches and you have so little time, but carve out whatever you can to just pay attention to your emotions, speak, talk to your husband, your friends, reach out because, you know, we've, we've all had our different experiences. I didn't that first year and with my first child and it was terrible. Yeah. And I was on top of it with Jack. And I think that it's, you're taking care of so much and you still need to have, you, you need someone to take care of you. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you're still a baby. Totally. You're the newborn as well. Horm- I feel and like hormones are just, a, it, insane. It, it's just insane. Yeah. That's like it really is one the word reason. Hormone. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone doesn't want to admit it, but like, it really is hormones. Like yeah. it's yeah. physiological is what I'm learning. Like even more so than emotional and behavioral, you know, it's literally in your body. It's chemical. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the thing I wish that I guess I had heard or learned, cause I felt like I read so much, but then I wasn't ready for the four or five month, uh, wave of postpartum symptoms mm, yeah. when my hair fell out I was like what's happening because at least in my mind I thought like the the times that that happens I thought maybe it was right when the baby arrives and then I had heard about when you stop breastfeeding mm-hmm. like I wasn't ready for one in the middle right and then the other thing I learned that was really helpful is that everybody gets a version of postpartum symptoms. So like I kept thinking oh like my God, yes. postpartum depression is such a big scary word and I don't want to say I have it or I don't want to get it thinking it's something I'm going to get and wear and, and be forever. And what really helped me was knowing that like on a scale of one to 10, every woman gets some version of yes. all of the symptoms. So yes. it's like, oh, I'm just having a very little wave of um, anxiety or like, you know, shooting uh, adrenaline up my yes. legs and I can't sleep for three days. Okay, well, that's temporary. And it's yeah. not like I have this thing now forever. And that was like really helpful for me for it to go away. I and think like, that's really that's helpful. That's so smart for, yeah, for you to so mention. temporary again. When, it's, yeah. I was going to say, before I had kids, I thought postpartum depression was this, you know, you, you know, were, you know, just in your bed all night yeah. long and just yeah. depressed. It's so not that for or me. Or that you were like, or, didn't like your baby. Or you yeah, didn't like your yeah, baby yeah. and you wanted to hurt your baby maybe. Right. It is not that. I My form of postpartum depression came through breastfeeding. Like when yeah. I, I told you, when I held her, like I felt like, you know, I wasn't doing this right. Like yeah. that. And it, there's it postpartum anxiety. It, and there's anxiety. And it just like, it comes in different forms. Yeah. And ways. And it could be slight. It could be heavy. Yeah. And, you know. And, and all of it's okay. Like, yeah. All of it's normal. And yeah, like, exactly. you know, and I just want to say one thing. So I, um, I posted about when I stopped breastfeeding just recently, I posted an Instagram story. And I feel like this is like my, my favorite social media story I have because sometimes I really don't like Instagram and I don't yeah. like comparing myself to other people. But I actually reached out. I made like my um, DMs open because right. normally, you know, I have to follow someone to right. DM. And so I posted like, hey, I quit breastfeeding. I'm having a hard time. I don't know if moms want to, you know, reach out. And Isn't literally, beautiful? I got thousands and thousands of messages. And all of them said, me too. All of them said, this is what yeah. I did. All of them were hopeful and amazing. And I swear I read them. I, and I was going to say, I, I bet you read back. every single one. Yeah, of them. I was like, thank you, thank you. Like, it really, really did help. So like what you were saying about reaching out, mm-hmm. I really think that's the first thing to do is to just acknowledge it, to say it. And then it just minimizes and desensitizes like the, the symptoms. Yes. Yeah. 
Thanks for sharing that. Yeah. And, you know, that's kind of a little segue into slightly shifting gears, but sharing and not feeling alone yeah. also is why we have shitty mommy because <laughs> we can all feel like shitty moms and sometimes and we need somebody else to make us feel better. Yeah. Shitty mommy. So, Christina, I'm going to read a listener shitty mommy first to give you a minute to possibly think of your own, okay? okay? Yeah. So this shitty mommy experience came from Claudia, and she is nine years in as a mommy, so she's an old vet for us, but she she this one's literally shitty, okay? She said, when my oldest was about 18 months old, I was desperate to potty train her because, well, everyone else was doing it, and there was mom pressure. By the way, super early. Wait, yeah, is 18 months. months. Oh, my God. Wow. Um, she said, but my daughter wasn't into it. So before bath, I stripped her naked and I put her on the potty. We read and sang songs for at least half an hour, but nothing. So I took her off the potty and I started running the bath, checking my phone, probably on Facebook or Pinterest or whatever was super important at the time. <laughs> yeah. When my daughter started tugging at my leg, after a few tugs, I finally looked at her like, what do you want? And she was just standing there, all innocent faced holding an enormous log of poop up at me with a huge smile, so proud of herself for having made poopy out of her diaper. Hashtag shitty mommy. That is so cute. Hey, if it goes in the toilet or in your hand, it's still Bravo, little girl. Yes. But, I mean. That is a shitty moment. A shitty mommy. Anything that involves shit. I mean, Jenna and I literally, the Title of this podcast was going to be Shitty Mommy because so many of our texts in the middle of the night were about yeah. Do you remember when? Poop. Do you remember, remember when, when I told you I was going to ship? Wait, wait I, what were you going to say? I have first? a terrible story. What? Tell do me. You remember, I was eating all these like lactation cookies and like they kind of like make you have to poop and like it was just a dark moment and I was nursing Jack in the middle of the night and like he wasn't going to sleep and Ugh. I just and I remember walking into my bedroom at like three forty five in the morning and be like Cutter, you have to take the baby. I'm about to shit myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah, but I was I was those lactation cookies ladies. do you remember when I was um, potty training Milo and I, he was like I'm gonna poop I'm gonna poop oh, and, I, and yes. a piece of poop um, fell out of his diaper and I didn't see it and <laughs> Daisy couldn't move so she was just laying there and then I came back because like Daisy yeah. wasn't moving so yeah, I like, yeah. could leave her for a second yeah. came back and she was just innocently laying there and a huge piece of poop was right next to her face <laughs> oh my god <laughs> felt so bad you me, I have that photo I, somewhere it's the best photo yeah. ever yeah wow okay so we're going to defer to you, Christina. Do you okay. have a shitty mommy story? Well, yeah, I was thinking especially too because um, when she said that she was on her phone, like on Facebook or whatever, yeah. I feel like probably my shittiest mama, at least the one I feel the worst about, um, is like a lot of people tell you that your baby's going to fall off the bed or like fall yes, off of right. something or the couch or like, you know, and I'm like, not me. Right. Like, I do not take my eyes off this girl. Like, sh- you know, I don't do that. And then literally the only time she has ever fallen ever off of anything was when I was on Instagram. Oh, shit. And man, <laughs> did it feel awful. Like, cause she, ha- she wasn't walking right. or anything. And so she was crawling and she was on my bed and she just like, flop yeah. out of her. And I just like in that moment, and I know I was sleep deprived, but like no, I just remember happens. thinking like, yeah, like it just happened so fast. And she's okay. And she's, and she's alive. Oh my God, yeah. So moms, if it happens but, to you, don't uh, worry. Yeah, Bo, I thought Bo it was I, the worst thing I ever did. It's, it's not. Yeah. And it's literally everyone. I remember Bo, I was like alone with him. Cutter was a spring training and he was like just learning to sit up and like toppled over while I was on Instagram probably also and yeah. like hit his head on the tile floor. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did I feel bad? Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Well, Christina, thank you so much for meeting us and uh, being here with us and you. being so open and amazing. We love you. And, you. and we um, love every single we, song on the we album. We love your album. Oh, my gosh. Songs for Carmela. Thank Everyone, you. moms, anyone, please pick this up. It's so beautiful. Her voice is so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your gift with us. Yay. And mommies, I'm going to leave you with, it's not technically a mama said, but I'm making it a mama said. So here you go. Mama said she believed she could, but she put the kids to bed and then was too tired. Uh That's hilarious. (laughs) Have a great day, guys. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Mama Said with Jamie and Jenna. New episodes are available weekly at podcastone.com, the Podcast One app, or wherever you get your podcasts. And if you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. Sponsors for this episode of Mama Said are Instacart. 
Get $10 off your first order by using code MAMA at instacart.com or on the Instacart mobile app. Kopari. Go to koparibeauty.com slash mama to save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. Shoe Dazzle. Go to shoedazzle.com slash mama to sign up to be VIP and get your first pair of shoes for 75% off. Green Chef, for $50 off your first box of Green Chef, go to greenchef.us slash mama said.